podcast, a mindset podcast by students for students. As students, we're constantly juggling many things at the same time. School, academics, relationships, family, work, and many other commitments. And sometimes we don't prioritize our health and well-being. And that's really important because it's ultimately what is going to help us perform well academically, have great relationships, and be able to take care of ourselves professionally and personally. So this episode, we're going to be reviewing boundaries and how having some boundaries can help serve you and what benefits you can gain from setting more boundaries. And this is something that I've been practicing actively this semester. Uh, I didn't feel this way in the spring semester. Surprisingly, I didn't feel super maxed out (laughs) with my commitments and my time and my energy. And this idea or this theme of setting more boundaries has been coming up a lot because um, as I'm getting more into my semester and my time here at Berkeley, I'm learning about more things, I'm getting involved, and I want to try things out. And sometimes that leads to, you know, it's a great thing because it leads to other opportunities it leads to other relationships and friendships and connections. But sometimes you're not able to do it, (laughs) right? You're not able to take everything on, even though you wish you had all the time in the day to complete all of these things that you enjoy doing. I'm coming at this from this perspective of, I really enjoy what I'm doing, but I just can't fit everything in the time of the day. And I wish I could do it all, but, you know, I have to prioritize my well-being and make sure that I'm producing things that are good quality and I'm, I'm putting my best foot forward for myself and for the people around me. So I'm going to be talking about some of the things that I've been doing to help myself set some boundaries because it's been a little bit rough uh, this semester. Uh, luckily, it's coming to an end and finals are coming up now as we uh, end November and enter in December it's hard to set boundaries. (laughs) I am such a people pleaser. I really like to help others. I like to be a form of support for others. And sometimes that means that I'm signing up for some commitments that might make me not feel well (laughs) at the end of the week, at the end of the month. Over time, you know, it's not sustainable is what I'm noticing. And even though I love what I do, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. I gain so much from it. I learn from these things that I'm uh, engaging with. Sometimes it's okay to say, you know, I have to change my priorities a little bit. This is what's important for me right now. This is what I want to focus on. And, you know, having clear communication, prioritizing your well-being, being consistent with that, not Uh, saying yes to things and then, you know, going back and forth, right? Because you feel guilty or uh, you feel overwhelmed and saying yes is easy and it's fast. Um, And doing it confidently, asserting yourself and uh, feeling confident with setting boundaries. And then seeing like how you want to adjust them over time. And things change, you know, so your workload might change your classes, the rigor might change. So it all depends on what's going on and what you want to do to get to where you want to be, what you want to experience. Luckily, I'm on the other side of that conversation now. And, you know, I've had these um, 
setting boundary conversations with the people that I needed to, to have them with so that my spring semester is different so that I can experience what I want. I have more time now to focus on my independent research, which is something that I had no time to do this semester because of just high hours at work. I have a lot of, a lot of research assistant, assistantship positions as well, and I don't get credits towards graduation for that, but I do get credits to help me get to full-time student um, for this semester. And, you know, I have classes as well, so I have many things that I'm assisting and helping with, and I also have work, and I have a lot of people that I'm supporting there as well. So it was just too much to even think about trying to do research <laughs> on my own um, and be in a clear headspace, be in a, be in the, in a open mindset. And, you know, it, when you feel that drained, you just aren't that curious because you just want to rest. You just want to get your mind off things. Like I, on the weekends, I would just kind of lay in my bed. I would not leave my apartment. There were some days in the middle of the week where I would come home and cry a little bit and then eat and then leave again because I had zero time for myself. Um, and that's just because, you know, I didn't book a lot of breaks in, in my day. I had back-to-back -back meetings, things that I had to prep for for those meetings, and things that I do have a lot of back-end work as well. So not only am I going to these meetings, I have to be prepared to show, you know, updates or lead the meeting sometimes. So um, it takes a lot of mental headspace to do all of that. And then, you know, coming home, you just wanna like lay in bed on the weekends, not do anything. <laughs> it can be isolating. So I did experience a lot of isolation this semester. And luckily, you know, I just got back from my family's place. Uh, I spent um, Thanksgiving over there for like, I spent two days there. And it felt really nice because I had people that I could just surround myself with even if they were just cooking or you know doing something in the kitchen it felt good to hear some noise and like <laughs> be surrounded by other people because it's isolating when you are going to meetings and just class and work and I love the people I work with I love my classmates and you know the people that I collaborate here at, at school and and at work but it's just not the same it's it's social time, but it's a different kind of social time. And it is a little bit isolating when I just come back home and I'm just to myself. So I've been learning a lot <laughs> with how I want to structure my day and, you know, putting my well-being first, like I said in the beginning. So I'm going to be going over six different tips that I've taken myself that have helped me. And, you know, first one is reflection. So... I like to call this doing a life inventory. You can do that. I have an episode for that. So you can go and listen to that if you want to get really deep into your life <laughs> and do like a big reflection. But you don't have to do a whole like life inventory. You can just think about what's making me happy right now. What is giving me energy? What do I want to do more of? What do I not have time for? What, what do I wish I had time for? You know, these are some questions you can journal about. Just reflect, maybe write down a couple of these and then try to answer them. You know, what is something that I wish I can let go of? What is something I need to do less of in order to make some space for the things that I want to prioritize? Where could I change my day? Where could I take something away 
to open up that space for myself or something else. So it really is just reflecting and getting a feel for the waters. And maybe you already know what, what you exactly what you want. Maybe you know what you need to be doing less of and what you want to be doing more of. And tip number two is prioritize your well-being. Putting yourself first is essential when setting boundaries. <laughs> and it's not selfish. It's you taking care of yourself and... A lot of the times that looks very different, your physical health, your mental health, emotional health, and making sure that you're good, that you're doing well, and you have a consistent routine on taking care of yourself, you know, as a student, eating <laughs> a little less sugar, you know, drinking a lot of water, getting an adequate sleep, getting breaks, you know, things that I wasn't doing, <laughs> um, getting some movement moving your body, um, all these things where, you know, you're taking care of your health and it's not going to be perfect. There's definitely going to be times where you're taking better care of your health on some weeks than others. You know, I have a lot of um, mental health challenges, so it's definitely hard when things happen to adjust. And, you know, I'm learning about myself every day. I'm learning about myself and what triggers me, what makes me feel happy, what makes me feel relaxed, what I like, what what helps me feel uh, productive. You know, there's all of these things that you want to get to know about yourself. So, you know, I'm learning about myself all the time. I definitely have, still have struggles with my struggles, <laughs> struggles and troubles with my eating disorder. And, you know, I also have other things with like, CPTSD and sometimes I do have like emotional trauma about the past so that definitely does come up in situations those are just some things that I have to deal with so getting yourself uh, set up for that you know checking the doctor regularly getting some therapy or counseling if you feel like you need that support it can be really helpful to have somebody to talk to and open up about some struggles that can be harder to talk about. So taking care of yourself and your well-being, prioritizing that is tip number two. Tip number three is clear communication and being consistent with that communication. So it's super important to be direct with your needs and be clear about it. And, you know, it's hard when you frame it in that way. It sounds selfish, like be direct and clear, you know, assert yourself. Um, but ultimately, in the end, it's going to be helpful for you and for the other party because they know what it is that you need and, and you're giving them a heads up of what's to come versus not telling anyone and, you know, just having maybe a breakdown or not showing up or, you know, quitting all of a sudden out of the blue so you're definitely doing others a favor by telling them what it is that's happening what's going on and you know what you need to do it's going to be helpful for both sides instead of you trying to you know please others and at the end of the day you're not looking out for yourself and you're going to probably lead to burnout it's not going to be sustainable you know you're not going to feel well <laughs> you're not prioritizing yourself or your well-being and I'll just be completely honest and transparent with what's going through my mind when I'm communicating with someone. I'll, you know, if I really don't know if I have the time, I will say that right then and there. You know, can I get back to you and check my calendar to see if I have the time to do this? 
you know, it's okay to not have an answer as well. And you can also practice saying no by, you know, doing it with your sister, with your sibling, with your friends, saying, hey, is it okay if I practice uh, an interaction that I'm going to have with you, with my boss, or with somebody I need to talk to? Is it, you know, can I practice setting boundaries with you for something that I, I, I need to say no to? Um, so helping, trying to use some of our friends to help us and, you know, coming up with maybe a one-liner of how to say no, you know, so that when it comes up, maybe uh, in a time where you're not ready to have that conversation or to set that boundary, you have maybe a one-liner that you use that helps you say no in the moment in a kind way, you know, so that way you're not feeling too bad when it, ha it happens and you're respecting yourself. So having really clear communication is important and be direct with your needs, be direct with what's important to you right now, be direct with what you wanna be spending your time doing um, and ultimately it's gonna be better for you because you'll feel better and you're prioritizing your well-being. Tip number four is to assert yourself. And that can sound kind of harsh. You know, you don't want to be passive aggressive or aggressive when <laughs> you're having these conversations, you know. But more often than not, when it comes to setting boundaries, it's hard. So it's a little bit more common to, you know, look down, not make eye contact, uh, you know, show that we're feeling bad <laughs> or guilty. Um, so it's definitely really common to have those feelings that, you know, we're not helping, that we're a bad person because we can't support, we're not able to help, you know, in the ways that we can. So uh, asserting yourself, you know, just being a little more confident, being a little bit more um, assertive with how you communicate these boundaries. And, you know, it can be in the tone of your voice. It can be in the eye contact that you make. It can be in the body language. And all of these things do make a difference because it's sending the message that you're pretty set on your decision. You're pretty set on the choices and what you need, what's important to you. And, you know, when it comes to negotiating, because people want to negotiate, you know, meet in the middle a little bit, um, if that's even a, a possibility, right? Where you're negotiating and, you know, you're still not being fair to yourself because yes, you're doing less or yes, you're setting some boundaries, but not enough boundaries because you feel a little guilty. So instead of doing that 50, you're going up to 75 where you're still going to be burned out, you know, <laughs> because you're not advocating for yourself. Um, you're showing that it's still unclear, you know, and it, it, it doesn't help you. It doesn't help you prioritize yourself and your well-being. So just appearing confident and asserting yourself. It's kind of saying like, hey, I'm giving you the green light that I'm pretty confident in this decision. And it leaves less room for like confusion or unsure. Um, and then when it if negotiation happens, you're unsure, so you kind of like still <laughs> um, don't respect your boundaries, you're not being fair to yourself, like that's not going through your mind. So taking that in, you know, little by little, it's not going to be easy to start setting boundaries. So like starting small and that confidence will build 
And kind of like in that last tip, having a one-liner and practicing that one-liner so that you're able to, you know, just express what it is that you need. Just kind of say it. What are What is it that you need? Just kind of say that. So yeah, it, it's difficult and it's not something that comes to mind a lot because uh, <laughs> I'm now like going off topic with boundaries, but people don't really express what it is that they need, right? It's like, it's, we just do, we do, we act, we produce, and we don't really express ourselves what it is that is happening, what we need. So it's definitely not the norm, but practicing it on your own, having that one-liner to go to can be really helpful in building that confidence. And, you know, saying that you're set in stone, that this is it, this is what you need. And, you know, how can we work through this to find a solution or find an outcome that could be beneficial for both parties okay tip number five is another one i i kind of like thought of this one because i tend to forget about my boundaries and like i was saying sometimes things come up that you don't plan for and you don't have that one-liner or you don't know what to say in the moment and i would suggest writing down like this as a goal like you want to write that this is your goal this is something that you want to work on Having it somewhere where you can see it, whether that's on your phone, on your fridge, on, I don't know, a note, a sticky note, (laughs) or having it on your computer screen somewhere where you can just see it. Because the more that you can have it in your mind, the more that you're, you're able to recall and, you know, work on that goal. So somewhere that you can see it and then check in with yourself. Ask yourself, did I practice this today? Did I have the opportunity to say no? And you know, interact with these reminders so that you're able to check in on your progress. You're able to maybe measure your progress. Like what is, how are you gonna measure that goal? Is it you saying no? Is it you reading the sticky note? You know, that's enough. Just reading the, the reminder is going to help me become more confident in saying no. Like that's, that could be, a goal is to just read it every day or maybe you want to say no once a day or say no once a week so it just depends on how you want to set that goal and see that progress like how are you going to measure it so that you can check in with yourself and see that progress Um, and that's something that helps me is physically writing it down having it somewhere where I can see it um, like outside of my mind so that I you know I come across it and it's a reminder And tip number six, the last tip is to check in with your boundaries. As life changes, your boundaries will also change. So, you know, it's kind of like a cycle. Check back in and reflect with yourself. Adjust, modify, and, you know, see what's working. See what doesn't feel well. Because this is what's going to help you stay consistent, right? If things are changing in your life, your boundaries are also going to change and that's going to help you continue to be consistent with setting boundaries and respecting yourself, being fair to yourself, um, just reevaluating where you are, what your needs are. Um, so just kind of regular, regularly assessing your boundaries and adjusting them based on um, like, you know, changes in our, in our work, in our relationships, in our classes, um, And then trying to be flexible, um, but also making sure that your non-negotiables are met. 
And that's a word that I really like because we all have our values. We all have our non-negotiables, the things that we absolutely need, <laughs> our core our, our core things need to be met. Like there are certain things that are non-negotiables and it's good to know what those are so that you're able to express what they are and have clear communication and you know practice that so you can gain confidence in setting boundaries. So view it in that way, you know, what are my non-negotiables? Has anything changed? What do I need to readjust? What do I need to change for the next semester? And it's definitely not easy to set and maintain boundaries. So definitely seek outside support with from a professional, talk to a therapist or a counselor so that you, know, you have adequate help to set and maintain boundaries and learn more about boundaries. And it's always good to have support and there's no harm in trying it out and seeing how it works. So I definitely also suggest doing that. And good luck to all the students who are finishing up their semester. And, you know, as the new year rolls in, it might be a great time to reassess, do a life inventory, reflect on what it is that you want to accomplish in the next year, what boundaries you might need to be setting, how you want to execute those, what goals you want to set around boundaries. And, you know, looking at, at the new year with fresh eyes because... Even like that's kind of how I look at the new months too, is like it's a new month, what's the theme for the month, what do I want to kind of remind myself about this month, like what's the tone, or even like for the day or for the week, you know, so it's exciting when the new year comes around because we're kind of reassessing what it is that we want, things that we want to accomplish, and a lot of the time it comes with the conversation about boundaries, so could be an awesome time to reflect as the new year rolls in so that we're able to you know set those boundaries go after the things that we want to go after so that way you're taking care of yourself and your well-being and you're able to feel well and that's the most important thing so before we end the episode i want to give a huge shout out to the students that have allowed me to have interviews with them it's been really awesome and fun to have students come on the podcast share about their experiences what they're up to and i invite you if you're listening if you'd like to come on have a conversation chat about something that you're passionate about or a topic that you have in mind this space is open for students to um, share their stories their experiences so uh, reach out to me in the description i have all of the ways that you can connect with me Send me a message and we can get that set up. That is it for this week, everyone. Good luck on exams and finals and we'll be here next week. Bye.